the Boys of Tech with Edwin Herman and friends. Welcome to the show. This is episode 288 of The Boys of Tech for Monday the 28th of July 2014. My name is Edwin Herman. I am joined by my friend and co-host Ben Sonko. Thanks, Ed. Hey, how are you doing? Pretty good. good. We're actually in the same room together. We are. We're in the studio together and uh, it doesn't often happen that way. It's usually uh, over a Skype connection. Yeah. Uh, so we should do this more often. It's a very, very short Skype connection. Yeah, it is. It's less than a metre, I think. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so uh, what have we got in this episode? Later on, we're going to be looking at the big changes to the .nz namespace. We covered this a little while ago, so stay tuned for that. That'll be in the New Zealand section later on. Uh, so if you're, if you're a domain name holder or you're interested in getting .nz domain names, then you should really... Uh, listen to that story. But first up, I thought we'd start with the Japanese Prime Minister suggesting a robot Olympics in 2020. Yeah. It, uh, yeah. How is this a good idea? <laughs> I would love to see it. Would you not? Little Asimo doing his thing. I don't know. What, Who's going to compete? Well, Asimo. Is this kind of like the World Series of baseball where there's one country? Oh, yeah, so yeah, that's what they call the World Series. I think there's two. There's Canada in that, isn't there? Yeah. yeah. Um, but they um, don't really feature much. No, so it's like it's going to be the, the, the Olympics of Japan. Um, there's just not Yeah, that, well, mm. who else? I mean, surely surely the States can rattle up something. They're, they're pretty uh, good uh, at The Japanese-built robot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they got their own. Uh, look, I'd like to see New Zealand enter as well. I mean, I'm sure Bruce Simpson uh, would probably, uh, well, he, I don't know if he'd, had the time, but I, I'm sure he'd have the 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 the, uh, the skills, the the, the nous and the want to 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 rustle something up. It would be cool if there was a budget, like you couldn't spend more than ten grand on it. Yeah, although there's sort of ways around that, aren't there? I was gifted this part. Yeah, or but maybe they give you the parts and you have to build it. That would be yeah, cool. Seeing yeah. people build something on the spot, or either that, or they can do. You can put limits on. Maybe you have to dictate a certain processor, certain motors, and motors can't be more than X number of watts. That kind of thing. Hmm. Don't know. But Just yeah, some sort of. I, I take what you to you're try saying, and level sort of the playing field a yeah. little bit. Yeah. Like if one country's been spending the last forty years developing robotic technology, and somebody else has been living in the desert, it's sort of not really fair. No, no. But then on the other hand, just playing devil's advocate, uh, you know, some countries don't play certain sports or they're not particularly good at it because of their climate. They're always, you know... There's not too many sports where no countries play, though. Like, at least you want... You know, surely, surely there are. Baseball's one. Yeah, I mean, they do the World Series. Other countries play. They're just not invited to play in the World Series. In the World Series, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm sure... Uh, yeah, but there must be... Cricket. Cricket's pretty much a Commonwealth game. Yeah, but there's, there's still plenty of countries that do play. Not that many, but there's still a group. Sure, Whereas sure, robotic, sure. I just don't know how yeah, many... Okay, I, I mean, we're worried about it. What, we're talking about Japan, maybe Taiwan, which is that even a country anymore? It's still part of China now? part of China, yeah. Yeah, so Japan, China, maybe America. 
It's going to be a pretty no, good look, Olympics. I, I think there are... The thing is, I think, especially universities all around the world, surely they're capable of coming up with... with Maybe not as something as flash as Asimo, but hey, it depends on what the what they plan on uh, the kind of events they plan on hosting. I mean, I, I I mean I don't think they're trying to hold the robotics high jump or anything. That might be one of the events. You never know. Well, well, it could, <laughs> it could be, but yeah, I, I'd love to see that though. Uh, even if we even even if it's a start and well, it, it gets people interested, it has to start somewhere, doesn't it? Mm. So yeah, I take what you you're, you're saying, Ben, and I I, I kind of agree with the general sentiment in that, you know, it you kind of want it, it to be interesting. You don't just want it to be a, a one-horse race. Yes. Because, you know, it's kind of predictable. But anyway, uh, I think that, that's kind of cool. 2020, let's uh, wait and see. How many years have we got there? Six years six left? Six years, that's not Six long. years. Well, let's regroup in six years and see if um, if they've done it. Shall we put a note in the, in the Boise Tech calendar for that? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Somehow <laughs> I think if there is a robot Olympics, we'll be talking about it regardless. Yeah, I think you're, you're dead right, actually. All right, now, Apple thought it was a great idea purchasing Beats Audio, and, uh, well, you know, I guess uh, we talked about that story when, when that broke. Uh, came with a little bit of baggage as well. Bose is suing Beats, or I guess it's Apple now, over noise-cancelling headphone patents. I'm sick of this stuff. The, just, the patents, are, yeah. Because it just seems like such a, a common-sense thing to have it's like going oh, on you can't have headphones that make sound that that's that's our patent it's like but that's the whole point of headphones <laughs> and like getting to noise cancellation just seems like a logical step to me like you you would logically make that step if you were developing this technology oh i tell you what ben do me a favor what brand of headphones am i wearing can you see panasonic panasonic there you go these actually have and i i know this for a fact there's a little button here on the side that's noise cancelling in fact i'll turn it on there we go <gasps> Are you sure it's not sound reducing? <laughs> well, uh, look, I, this, by the way, this story broke on Friday, so there's not a lot of information out about it. I was, I kind of scoured the net, and there's very little uh, detail for the story. Maybe uh, it's to do with not the fact that it's noise cancelling, but how they've implemented it, you know, the, the technique, the sort of the smarts. I was wondering if it's even brand name. Maybe they're branded noise cancellation. The way it's talked about, it talks. It seems to refer to the technology, but I, look, I, I don't know. I mean, uh, there's, some, there's something like 27 US patents uh, that uh, and, and patent applications that are uh, apparently affected by this. So it's a huge, complex area. And look, I, I'm, I'm kind of with you on, on this as well. Um, patent stories kind of do get a, 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 well quite patently boring, really. Well, it's, it's not even there. They're stifling innovation. Yeah, they're reducing the you know they're reducing the encouragement to get people out to do things because as soon as you come up with an idea and you implement it, somebody else is like, oh, we we own that patent. We've never used it. We've never read it. We've never done anything with it. We've never told anyone about it. But we just filed for it. But we ago. own it, so you can't do this. So that's not what that's there for. That's not the mm. point of it. It's supposed to protect people's investment, not to stifle it. And that's well, what we're again, getting. I, yeah, and again, I think, uh, did we have this talk uh, before that I think, you know, it's about making that, getting that balance. Because I think if you didn't have patent laws, I don't think you would have the innovation because there would be no protection. It, there's no, there'll be no incentive to invest the millions of dollars that companies do. Yes. So I think, I think there needs to be something. Yeah. But I think we all, what we all agree on is it, it's def trying to work out where that happy medium is you know yeah, because the companies just they they 
walk that line you know if a patient if something has to be done within 10 years then they'll wait the 10 years and yeah. do something and do very minimal yeah. and it's not it about alive. yeah and it's not about encouraging technological growth or um, encouraging new development it's it's just about owning space and reducing your um, opposition well, I thought this story was quite interesting too, in terms of the timing. Like, did both, you know, did they kind of wait for? Oh, I, think I mean, almost I, I, definitely. Well, I guess they wouldn't have known that Apple were going to buy them, but I mean, I guess did that was that a catalyst for them going, yes. oh, like there's, say, there's money now? I'd say definitely. I mean, maybe they were umming and ahhing before. And then as soon as this giant money chest comes on board, they're like, okay, that now's the time. Um, but I think it's definitely opportunistic, if nothing else. Mm, it certainly looks that way, but uh, yeah. Anyway, there you go. Beats obviously came with a little bit of baggage that Apple didn't know about. I'm sure Apple's lawyers have got nothing to do. It'll give them. It'll keep them busy for a little <laughs> while. I mean, half of these big companies must just be law firms that they own sitting around doing nothing waiting for somebody else some other big company to sue them when they get bored well I wouldn't put it past them because I know that there are companies I know this is different but just to give you an analogy there are companies out there that all they do is they file for patents and then sell them yeah Which, so you know it, so who are it's, they, it's big business who are they helping what, what are they yeah. what are they helping to innovate all they're doing is getting in the middle taking some money away from people that would actually invest it properly yeah I agree um, yep. and it's it's so bad it's like share market speculation that's not helping anyone mm. like that money's not going back in to help companies develop a product no, it's true. just getting mm. taken off the top I mean I'd like to see a, a review of patent laws again as I said earlier I don't think they should be scrapped uh, but they should be uh, tweaked somewhat so that they're not so that you can't file a patent that's too generic having said that look I've got to say though Ben we don't know the details of this particular story it could well be that there's a very intricate algorithm in the way it does something that they have spent the re, you know done the research and come up with and if it's about that very specific in-depth method of doing it then I don't think that's such a bad thing uh, but like I say, the story broke on just Friday, so uh, over the weekend it's been, and it's still uh, the weekend in, in the States, in North America, so there's uh, really not much information on that one. We're only here to speculate, we're not here to give actual facts and news. No, that's right. It's no, of course. Job. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's what Google's for, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, true. All right, Ben, last story then uh, in the international section before we move on to the uh, New Zealand section. Netflix across the ditch in Australia are looking to or rumoured to be uh, wanting to break into the Australian market Quickflix which sounds a bit like Netflix but has nothing to do with them completely independent company in fact Arrival is already set up in Australia and is and New Zealand for that matter and is up and running and uh, a lot of people are speculating that that's going to be the end of Quickflix once Netflix enters the market you know will Quickflix be muscled out is, is what people are asking unless they reduce their costs Unless they reduce their costs so much that they become competitive because they don't have the content that Netflix does, then, yeah, I don't see how they ever can really complete. And, I mean, the only reason they're called Quickflix is because Netflix didn't exist in the Australian New Zealand market. Yeah. Like, that's the only reason. Yep, yep. Um, uh, you know, I'm surprised there hasn't been a lawsuit, to be quite honest, or a copyright case about the... Uh, about the name. Yeah. It's, a, it's a little bit... Flicks, yeah, the yeah. flicks spelt the same way. I guess net and quick are a bit different, but it's... 
because uh, remember the when it comes to copyright the uh, the test is confusingly similar yeah and so I guess I mean that's a, that's kind of loose in a way but you know you can easily put that to the test by asking a group of people this would you know, be a pretty easy one to argue it's like yeah. do you think these two names are related it's like um yes yeah see I, I wondered uh, to be honest I actually wondered whether quick flicks were 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 uh, the little brother of Netflix. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mm. And in fact, what I thought was even worse on that is on the QuickFlix website, certainly a few weeks ago when I checked, it may still be the case, they call themselves the New Zealand equivalent of Netflix. And, and I'm like... They should probably take that off their website. I Yeah, I think that's really... That would be like Pepsi going, hey, we're the Coke of, of cola. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's like, what? I Yeah, I don't... I think that's really cheeky. Look, I tell you what, uh, I do have uh, a story about QuickFlix, and it's not a good one. Let me tell you about my experience with QuickFlix. I was given some some uh, uh, promo voucher, you know, cards that you can redeem on the site. You get them free at Dick Smith when you spend over X amount of dollars, and what it gives you is it gives you a a, a six week subscription. Mm. Plus, it gives you one credit for any premium content because the way QuickFlix works is that there's a whole bunch of back catalogue stuff which is included in your monthly subscription. You can watch as many of those as you want. Yeah. And then the premium stuff, which is usually the stuff, the uh, content that's released in the last seven, eight years sometimes, and that costs, that's pay-per-view, right? So the first trouble I had was when I decided to create myself a Netflix account, I go on and create the account, and then I go to redeem the voucher. You can't redeem the voucher on, any, on an existing account. It forces you to log out and create a new account. So I thought, okay, fine, I'll, I'll go through the motions. So I provide a second email address yeah. uh, you know, to sign up to, the, to create a second account. And then when I finally get through and I start, you know, let's try a stream... It then comes up with, sorry, this device is registered to a different account. You can't have more. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, no. So I, I create another VM. This is all in a VM anyway. So I'm like, okay, cool. I spin up another Third virtual account. <laughs> yeah. well, I spin up another virtual machine. You can have more than one device per account, but not more than one account per device. Okay. Yeah. So I just use the second account on the second VM. Mm-hmm. And... I was kind of happy until I decided, okay, let's go cash in this premium content credit. So I go to one of the uh, you know, premium content movies and it refuses to play. It's going to charge me. And I'm like, hey, what's going on? Well, it turns out that I, because I rung technical support and they eventually looked at my account and said, okay, it's already been redeemed. And I'm like, what do you mean redeemed? I, I haven't, yes, you watched a, uh, a documentary on cane toads. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I was just testing out your service. I didn't know. See, what the, what the problem was is that when you have a credit on your account, you can't tell the difference between something that's free because it's included in the back catalogue, oh. yeah, subscription stuff, or it's chargeable, but it's going to just deduct the credit because you're in credit. Yeah. It doesn't tell you that. It doesn't tell you there's no difference. That's on the, terrible. It is absolutely terrible. I was really annoyed with them. And I said, oh, look, and I just hung up the phone and I thought, what a... This is just Mickey Mouse. Yeah. Don't worry. They're not going to be and, around for much longer. And Yeah, I, I think you're right. And also, I, I'm just not impressed with the selection either. It's, I don't know, the whole thing is just, and here's, here's the worst thing as well. When I, because I, I then emailed, the other thing is now it just refuses to play anything and it comes up with this error which they can't seem to fix and then they took me through this procedure to, to uh, reinstall um, Silverlight 
runs on there. So straight away. <laughs> yeah, now I remember Silverlight. Yeah, that's right, because we talked about the okay, Silverlight thing. That's, yeah. that's, that's reason enough to, to stop right there. Oh, it's horrible. Yeah. So anyway, I went through all that. I just won't play anything right now. And they sent me another um, you know, 100 steps to follow, which I'll have to do. So I'm, I'm really not impressed. But the worst thing is, is in the email exchange, they say to me that those, those cards that I received, you know, I, I got uh, four of them, those uh, voucher cards. Yeah. They said they're really for, uh, for new customers. And it's only one per household and per credit card. So I'm, I'm like, well, what's the point of going to Dick Smith, buying something, getting four of these cards yeah, to give to yeah. your mates? Or yeah. like, you know, what's the point? It's completely, I, I'm just, I, if I was a paying customer, I would, I would have left them straight away. In fact, I would rather pay for a VPN connection to the States or to Australia, actually, if Netflix goes there eventually and, uh, and get Netflix. Yeah, I mean, they're just they're doing it right. Um, and these guys don't appear to be. Yeah, it's just uh, absolutely shonky. And so. it's not even like really cheap. Like if it was really cheap, you could sort of, you could understand, but it's kind of not. No, it's it's a market price. It's it's what Netflix charges. It's what uh, iTunes charges. It's kind of the, uh, the seems to be the, like the standard price. Yeah, it's a little bit like you know pay per you know for music. You know, standardizing on ninety nine cents a song. You know, everyone's doing that. iTunes, Amazon, etc. And it seems to be that you know with uh, music subscription, it's the same thing. The pay per view and the monthly price is pretty much uh, one price more or less worldwide. And it's it seems like it's kind of the same price you'd pay if you actually went to a physical video store that's the thing that surprises me yeah but are they any are there many of those left i mean i know there, there's a few there's still there? a few okay um so a lot of them have closed i mean blockbuster themselves went yeah went down but there's but still there's still a few around but i would have thought they would be considerably cheaper to get it online because there's very little involved there's oh. no physical media there's no degrading of yep. the um of the video once you've built the website it's sort of you know that's it obviously that costs a lot of money but it's a long-term thing yep. um it shouldn't be that expensive yeah and you don't have the uh, the overheads as you do with bricks and mortar yeah so look as i say i'm going to use up these these vouchers as best i can i've got about like three credit cards i can use the different credit cards my wife's got a couple of credit cards don't give different them, addresses don't give them your credit cards well, I already you have to even for yeah. the free even for the free six weeks. But you already know that it's rubbish. Why are you going to give them well, cause I've more got... access to credit cards to then start billing you for stuff to send you through the whole clawback of your credit card? Just get away now! Just <laughs> get away, Ed. Now, be free. Yeah. There's anyway, no good is going to become of that. You just get away. I, the one thing I was impressed is that they've got Back to the Future, and I did watch a little bit of that, the Back to the Future series one, two, and three. But anyway, that's QuickFlix. I'm look. I'm really not impressed. The, the main story I was going to talk about, though, which we didn't really. And this get was to, not a paid advert for QuickFlix, or for Netflix, or for Netflix. No, that's right. The, the main, actually, the main thing I was going to talk about, by the way, which we didn't really get into, was that uh, QuickFlix are basically saying, "Come on in, Netflix. Come and play." Um, <laughs> yeah. they want, that's the thing that cracked me up. Hey? It's like a little Jack Russell going to a bulldog, yes, or to yes. a, a giant Great Dane going, "Oh, come on, yeah, come on." <laughs> <laughs> Come on, be a man. <laughs> yeah. This yeah. like, is no win no situation. No. Yeah. I mean, look, I don't, look, to be honest, I don't like monopolies either. But if it's, uh, you know, well, if, if, Netflix, if it's between a company that's doing it well, regardless of their size, versus a company that's not doing a very good job at all, 
but Netflix has had a bit of a hard time of it. They they came on board, they created the market, they essentially built the whole online streaming market. It became really good, and then the studios created Hulu, and then they came in and became. Did the studios create that? Studios created Are you sure? Hulu. I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah, no, I see you've brought it up. Um, indeed, there's uh, they're owned by Disney, Fox Broadcasting, NBC Universal. And then when Hulu ca- Hulu came on board, the, all of the content providers increased the cost to Netflix because they were then going to reduce the cost to Hulu. So I mean, their Netflix. I don't know if you remember this. A couple of years ago, they basically doubled their price. Because, oh, did they? Yeah, because all of their source content was went up by so much. And then all of a sudden, Hulu comes in, and there's a direct competition to the people that started the whole uh, market. Yeah, so I do actually feel a little bit sorry for Netflix. Well, there you go. And, uh, you know, I, I look, I don't have anything against QuickFlix as such. I just was, you know, the customer experience that I went through was absolutely terrible, it was just, you know, I just don't even see the... It's almost like a, those cards they give out just, to be honest, aren't, in my opinion, worth anything. It reminds me of a, um, a lunch card that we got, a benefit card. You you buy your lunch and they give you a clip. You're like, okay, cool. So we would go there a few times. Like, oh, cool, we'll get the first thing off. We finally fill up our card. We go in. They're like, no, that expired two months ago. It's like, I only just got it. It's like, yeah, they only last for a month and you had to get like 15 clips on it. It's like, oh, that, so that, I have to eat here every, every single day to get the discount. Yeah. It's like, oh, I don't want to come here anymore. Yeah, no, nah, no, nah, yeah, see, exactly. That, it's like, where's the value in that? Yeah, it yep. just turned, it turned yep. people off. Yep. Um, it's a and waste to, of time. And to me, that's, exa- that's a great story, actually, because that's exactly how I feel about these cards. It's like with all these limitations and whatnot, and it's one per household, per credit card, per... You know what? Not. It's like, no thanks, goodbye. But you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, because I've got them. I'm gonna use what I can. Don't, don't, don't do it. <laughs> don't You're talking to me out it. of it. Don't do it, Ed. Don't do it. All right, I'll have a think about it. In fact, I'll think about it after the break. When we come back, we'll talk about the dot, the big changes uh, scheduled for the dot NZ namespace. Don't go away. Welcome back. Now, the Domain Name Commission has released more information about the the major change to the .nz namespace, namely the opening up of registrations at the second level. So what that means is currently, if you've got a, new, a .nz domain name or you're thinking about getting one, you're probably looking at something like yourname.co.nz. With the changes that are coming up, you'll be able to register a name ending in just .nz. You don't need the .co.nz bit. So you could get, for example, yourname.nz. Now, there seems to be a misconception out there as well that these are these .nz names are replacing .co.nz. They are not. .co.nz will always remain. Your existing domain name will always work. You'll still be able to register new names ending in .co.nz. They are simply adding another... Uh, a choice, if you like, another choice of domain name where it just ends in .nz. Now, you might be wondering, what if one company currently owns cheese.co.nz and a different company owns cheese.net.nz and there might even be a third that owns that owns cheese.kiwi.nz what's going to happen who is going to get cheese.nz and that's where it comes down to indicating your choice because these are called conflicted names and in the case of conflicted names once the owners have indicated their choice the domain name commission will make a ruling based on uh, you know what 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 you've indicated are, are you interested in 
applying to get cheese.nz or are you not interested? Do you think no one should get that domain name? I wouldn't be surprised if they end up opening them as second levels. Um, like if there's enough people wanting well, th- it, that was one of the options. Actually, I forgot to mention. So right. yeah, they can. Uh, if so, if all the if owners, if there's a bunch of people looking for cheese dot uh, cheese dot nz, then make cheese dot nz a second level domain yeah, name, now, and then you get to register below it. They're only going to do that if uh, that's the unanimous decision by all the cheese dot nz cheese domain name owners. For the majority of the domain names, there's not going to be a problem, but for a few of them, this is going to be horrible. Well, I think the thing is they've made it quite simple though. It's it's really simple. If you can't reach a unanimous decision, no one gets a name. That's kind of it. It's kind of like children, right? Right. If no one's going to play nicely with these toys, none of you are going to have it. Goodbye. And yeah. that toy's not available. It's I like that. It's it's nice and simple. And the the thing that this is the thing that also that the domain name commission are encouraging is for domain name owners to talk to each other. So here's what you need to do. If you own a .nz domain name, go to www.anyname.nz. That's a website that's run by the Domain Name Commission. Punch in your domain name and it will show you what the status is. It'll tell you whether it's conflicted with someone else. And if it is, the Domain Name Commission is encouraging you to contact those other domain name holders to come to some sort of decision. Because you may find that between the two or three or four or however many there are of you, you may like to come to a decision where, say, uh, you want to opt for it to be a a second-level domain name. Or you might want to all agree that no one's going to get it, and so on. So they're encouraging people to talk to each other, so it's kind of self-regulating to some to some extent. Chances are these people are business rivals, though. Well, I don't know. I'm not so sure, though, Ben, because a lot of them, like now, you've just looked up cheese, right? And yes. there's a note. Someone owns cheese.co.nz. Someone else owns, or it could be the same person owns cheese.gen.nz, and there's also a cheese. Cheese.co, cheese.net, cheese.gen. Okay, and they're different owners, are they? Yep, all yep. different owners. Yeah, and look, I'd be surprised if these are companies. I mean, looking at the, we're not going to obviously read this information out, but at look, least one of them is a company. I'd say they're is probably, it? I'd say they're all companies. Oh, uh, look, the one you're looking at now to me does not look. It just looks like some some guy who I don't know who, who's who's registered it, but. I mean, this is definitely a company on that. Yeah, one, one of them is uh, owned by. Uh, well, we can say one of them is owned by Cavity Cheeses. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if these are. If these are companies, then they're just registered to some name. Mm. Um, it's hard to know. Well, anyway, the, yeah. Well, but, Okay, that's a good example. You're a company and you've registered one of the names. Some random person has registered the other one of your names. They could be a complete nut job that's happy to spend $27 a year to cause trouble. And if they've registered enough of these domain names, they're going to cause real trouble for well, people. Well, what, what it's going to mean is that it's going to prevent that other company from getting the .net, .nz version. But don't forget, Ben, one of the key things here is that nothing's changing to .co.nz or any other level. So the company that currently owns whatever .co.nz is still going to be able to run with whatever .co.nz. Mm. The key date to remember here is 1pm, 30th of September 2014. Uh, this thing goes live and this is where you'll need to, after that date, you'll need to start uh, indicating your choice if you're a current domain name holder and you'll have six months to do so. Also, after the f- uh, 30th of September, we will have Debbie Monaghan, the domain name commissioner herself on the show, to tell us a little bit more. But in the meantime, the main message here is if you own a .nz domain name, 
go over to anyname.nz, read up on the website. They're constantly adding more and more educational information on that. In the meantime, consider your options. Think about, are you interested in getting the .nz version? Are you even eligible for it? And you can punch in your existing domain name to get an idea. And hopefully that should ready you for September 2014. All right, anyway, Ben, I think that's pretty much it, unless you wanted to say anything more on that or any other stories to bring to the table. No. All right, well, in that case, let's wrap it up. That was episode 288. Ben, I want to thank you very much for joining me in the studio. Uh, You're welcome, it was good. And we'll do it again sometime. In the meantime, have yourselves a great week. See you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye.